0: Five by five, five
1: of the movies. Five by five, five of the movies. Uh-huh. We like watching movies. Yeah, we do. Now
2: no. listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. First try. First try. <laughs> when you do those little, uh,. <laughs> things it makes me think of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Love Roller Coaster. Uh, <laughs> say what. Yeah. So that's become if if I'm ever forced to do karaoke, that's my karaoke <laughs> song now. <laughs> oh Because the version on my software, uh <laughs> it's just that guy. It's like not the singing. It's just the say what guy. Awesome. Uh it is Hell awesome. Hell yeah, it's just
1: the ad lib track. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh
2: I can do all of those. <laughs> but the um the lyrics for the little rat breakdown are incorrect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I know. I know. I'm going to sing whatever the fuck I want to sing. Whatever. Hi, Dan. Hey Keith. Woo. All right. Back to recording at night. I like that. But that's because my schedule shifted shifting more nighttime. Because yeah. I can get back to my time. Right? <laughs> the nighttime is the right time. Oh, yeah. The nighttime is the right time. It's <laughs> yeah. a good reference. No one's going to get it. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, now I'm running karaoke places. Last night and then tomorrow night. And, uh. Hell yeah. If you're in Austin and you need some karaoke, you reach out. We have one Ooh. prize to give Ooh. away. Ooh. We are not on any charts. Uh-huh. No new Patreons. Sounds That's right. No right. new Patreons. Thank you. Uh, no new reviews, no uh-huh. new ratings. We're not on any charts. There's no Venmo money. <laughs> <clears throat> but, Dan, what's the number one movie in America? All right. Uh, it's pretty scattershot.
1: <laughs> guesses this
2: week. Uh-huh.
1: I'm guessing uh, Expend Four Bowls.
2: In what slot do you think that movie is in? Oh,
1: shit. I was guessing number one, but since you asked, probably number two. <laughs> Correct. That's right. Expend
2: Four Bowls in number two with eight million, which means number one is probably... It Lives
1: Inside?
2: Not even in the Jesus. top five.
1: Wow. All right. That was the other new one, so is the Nun 2 still making a bunch of money? Uh, that's God right. 8.6
2: million dollars and number 1. God damn. Uh, yeah, for a random Conjuring sequel different yeah. name, it's killing it. Uh so that's number 1 and 2. What's Must number 3?
1: fucking good. And not in October too. Right. Um A Haunting in Venice. That's correct. Hey. That's right. 6.3. Uh
2: September 1st is the beginning of spooky season. So we're yeah, throwing the true. October thing right. out the window. All right. That's fair. Number 4? uh equalizer three correct yes. with 4.8 million <laughs> which means number five is probably uh,
1: my safety which i thought got knocked off the list for the first time this week uh barbie
2: is correct yeah. with 3.2 million <laughs> meaning it has stayed in the top five for 10 consecutive weeks
1: i thought for sure the new stuff and it being on it's streaming like a uh, streaming vod yeah nope i've, I've seen uh like YouTube reactions to Barbie already coming out because it's on streaming, right? Sure, <laughs> like for sure it wasn't still in the top five. Nope, it's just making nope. all of the money.
2: Good for them. Yeah. Uh, so I recently uh, on last weekend did a karaoke event for an elementary school. Yay! Dude. Now <laughs> let let me explain something really, really clearly to everyone. I used to be someone in this town. <laughs> I used to be. You had a day. I had by mayoral (laughs) decree for the event, the macro scale events I would throw in the city. The mayor made it a day. Keith Ruckus day in Austin, Texas. I used to hobnob with celebrities. I'd be hanging out in green rooms with tenacious D or Vince Vaughn. Uh I was somebody or Pee Wee or Captain Kirk. That's right. Sure. (laughs) The list I could name drop for 30 minutes straight. (laughs) And now, I because of the pandemic and just my general temperament, uh, I, <laughs> I have had to start a karaoke like executive company. Executive
1: changeovers in yeah. there too. Yeah, a hundred percent.
2: Now I have a karaoke company and. When this, in the the very infantile, the infancy <laughs> of the company, someone reached out and said we do this elementary school. I said yes without thinking about it. Because I'm like, I need yeah, all. to pay off all this fucking equipment. Right. I bought all this shit. <laughs> um, And then the day
1: happened. <laughs> our, our Patreons, the ones we have we love, <laughs> certainly not helping
2: pay off that equipment. 100%. <laughs> so <laughs> so i ran karaoke for four hours at a elementary school for their fall festival it Was four hours so Jesus that's a business Christ. lesson i learned because when we discussed <laughs> rates and i showed them you know everything on my website is this much for a three-hour block and i said do you agree to these terms I said yeah and then when i got there they're like oh you're due here for the full festival the four or four hours i said the fuck i am uh <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh yeah you have to be there whole whole time and i just buckled because i'm like all right it's for the freaking children um, <laughs> yeah, you're already there. I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. And as I like to say, you're paying for the setup and the breakdown. Everything in the middle is for free. Yep. So one, every child comes up and goes, Can I play a song? Da, da, da. I'm like, sure, get on up there. And I just play before he cheats. Uh <laughs> or something <laughs> random. This isn't the song. I said, Well, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, mushmouth. Uh no, I, I paid a helper to come with me uh, to talk to children because <laughs> yeah. I refuse to talk to children.
1: Just like drunk people, I have these cards and there's this yeah. book. Well, these
2: kids can't <laughs> read it, right? They're elementary <laughs> school kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're, This is a lot about the Texas I education know. system. <laughs> so if these kids, this is actually a really nice rich school because it was like uh, Travis Elementary. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, love kids. Uh, Uh So I had to pay someone to be a kid translator or at least a kid liker (laughs) because I want to be rude to the children. I want to say, shut the fuck up. Nothing you say matters.
1: Child buffer. Right. (laughs) A hundred percent. All
2: right. I'm not sure I care for that term. but (laughs) It's too close to child fluffer. Um, So uh, the amount of time... Now, I normally have a rule at karaoke which is no repeats Mm -hmm. um but when my helper had to walk away to use the bathroom i let the kids fill out their own slips oh yeah and then all done repeats and i'm like (laughs) damn i can't track them down yep all right we're gonna suspend the rule for this one okay dan here's a game for you Uh uh-huh over under how many times did i play the song i am ken Oh, from the Barbie fuck. movie, which is the meandering way I got to the Barbie thing and how fucking popular Barbie is. Uh, how many times did these kids?
1: Oh, God. I'm going to say four hour block. Yes. At least once an hour. So I'm going to go seven.
2: Oh, you're real close. Ooh. Six. Hey. Six <laughs> times I played I Am Ken. Good God. Uh, so these kids are also really inceptible. <laughs> oh yeah so if they hear something they want to do it and, and now I also
1: i want to show you my version of doing that same exact thing. right <laughs> and now
2: the and then the other problem is like you're an elementary school kid so you're stupid so it's just because you've heard a song doesn't mean you can sing it or know the words
1: so it's the ken song and taylor swift is all you played. <laughs> so it's funny with so
2: much taylor swift oh yeah uh, so far, because there's like you know it one starts and then it just oh yeah it's yeah, like everything. it's
1: Inception, like you said. It's like, oh, they got Taylor Swift,
2: and like I generally want to respect kids being smart, but like I don't interact <laughs> with this age group ever, and they are really stupid. So it's just like, here's the list of Taylor Swift songs. I'm like, do you have this one? I said, I don't know. Here's the list of Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> well, can I do the one that they're singing right now? <laughs> no, <laughs> pick a different one. I want. All right, um, but of all, the, so I would say Taylor Swift was the reigning champion, probably. 50 taylor swift songs oh yeah but one song which i was not prepared for <laughs> was the champion with seven plays oh <laughs> and i would love for you to guess on the we're at a movie podcast but i'm totally off the rails here. <laughs> what because i just <laughs> want to talk about this uh what song do you think a, a very recent hit one kid sang and then two people demanded to sing it right after and by people i mean children so I, I just let them, and then um, four more times throughout the day. Was it a Lil Nas X? No. That would be amazing. Ah, <laughs> no. My, my was...
1: nephews were in a, in a Lil Nas X. Like industry, baby? For, for a while, and it yeah. was like the ones, the only ones on Spotify without the explicit tag. Oh, it right. was like the ones that they were allowed to
2: listen to. <laughs> oh, these kids want the explicit songs, but I'm like, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It was a Miley Cyrus song.
1: Oh my God! Did they do wrecking ball? No, <laughs> a much what more was recent. Her, uh, I don't remember what. Her... I
2: can buy myself flowers. Oh, I don't even know. You don't that know song. flowers? No. Okay. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. And it's and it's not that the kids want to sing the song; it's that they hear it I, and they don't have. I've been doing comp- a lot of metal shows lately. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> some raining blood someone <laughs> did raining blood at karaoke last night and i explained like, to them, like
1: 10 minutes of instrumental <laughs> okay thank
2: you that was what i was about to say is i there's, said yeah there's like th- maybe it's a two. four minute instrumental intro to this song yeah and it's I said, not even
1: like instrumental. It's like a soundscape.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, are you sure you want wanted this song? And then he got, and then he saw the screen. And he goes, oh, because it shows you. And he, I'm like, can we skip? Yeah. Dot, dot, dot for four minutes. Yeah. And I said, no, I need you to airplay instruments the entire time now or... Get the fuck off my stage. Those are your two. And f- sure enough, I took a video of this. The first time I have ever seen a mosh pit at karaoke and hosting karaoke shows for eight years. Everyone got up and started oh moshing. Oh, my God. That's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. <laughs> it's great. So
1: Yeah, that is that's like a... Like an eight-minute song with like two minutes of lyrics. Oh, that is a <laughs> generous amount of time. You think that there's lyrics? <laughs> yeah.
2: It is like thirty seconds of lyrics. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, maybe it's two minutes from like the start of the lyrics to the end of the lyrics. Yeah, I'll play the track still for you like later. Three minutes of instrumental. It's in the fucking
2: absurd. <laughs> so this is all to say, like, so these kids started asking their parents to look up Barbie song movies. Of course. What's or Barbie, Barbie movie songs. What's Sorry. this one
1: called? So I could tell the man. Right, <laughs> and sometimes like
2: they they would just say the name of a song, and not know the artist. Oh yeah, and just say Barbie. Like I want to sing Pink. I'm like, okay, what song by Pink? No, Pink. I'm like, yes, the singer Pink. No, Pink, Barbie Pink. I'm like, that's a color. <laughs> We're getting we, farther away. We did away. a story about it.
1: They ran out. Yeah, <laughs> and so apparently there's
2: a Lizzo song called Pink. Okay, that but like on the
1: Barbie soundtrack, I'm assuming. Right,
2: and then like there's there was apparently a Disney Zombies movie that I completely missed. That was like okay. really popular. And parents are like, they want to play the Zombies movie. So I'm like, okay, what's it called? I don't know. Okay, who sings? It? I don't know. I'm like, then pull out your fucking phone. <laughs> and google yep. it again
1: some total knowledge right. in your Just box so
2: fucking annoyed i don't know all the disney songs i'm like Dude. it's like you're rich i know you have an iphone sure <laughs> and like my favorite thing is like so i put out my card one person took it because they own an italian restaurant that does events They're like can we call you i'm like sure can. but then other people would take my card and say uh, do you do birthday parties? And I would say, no. Please put the card back. <laughs> yeah, like really, <laughs> matter of factly. And they're like, oh, I put it back. I'm like, Absolutely not. This is my last kid event. So, this is the end of the meandering. We'll back to movie news. We're twelve, oh, 12 minutes in the episode.
1: Uh, you, you should have a separate website and separate cards for rich people stuff. I sure should. I, I will absolutely do your kid's birthday party for $3,000. Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. Your kid can stomp on my nuts for three hours for $3,000. I'm desperate. Yeah.
2: I have money of the IRS. Uh, so, apparently. Apparently. So, um, uh, oh, what the fuck? I just, I, I got on the tangent about the IRS and I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Shit. This is good radio. Oh, man.
1: Uh. oh well it doesn't matter so hey, yeah sometimes you got to earn the aggressive and meander yeah right so yeah I just like, put the fucking card oh that's what it is okay so final
2: thought on this so last night i was doing my weekly clients um karaoke night. it's a restaurant it's a seafood restaurant um the food's really good uh but uh i show up to set up and i look and you know sometimes businesses have like fundraiser days oh yeah so they were having an elementary school fundraiser day <laughs> so i'm like okay at least i can deal with some adults and here is 47 <laughs> some odd kids oh, no. running around the stage and oh, the play God. area and i show up i'm just so... like
1: service industry night where like people know how to tip and they're adults this is the opposite yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> although it was
2: service industry night later oh, so God. eventually i was just like children leave and they're like, "What? get off the it's stage. Not, We're playing. It's adults. Right. I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck what you're playing. Get the, what the, you think this is a negotiation? Get the fuck off the stage. So I start setting up and they come and some are like touching my things. And so I start going, all right, whose kid is this one? And people will be like, oh, because oh, people are just used to letting their kids run amok. And there's a playscape. Oh, I get oh, yeah, it. Yep. And I said, this is not for the children. Wu-Tang is for the children This is my These are my things Like I put it out in the binder They start flipping through it all fast With their fucking baby butter all over my shit I say hey don't touch that Why The fuck do you mean why I will throw you Look I can't beat a lot of people in a fight I got a big mouth with nothing to back it up with But I can kick your ass You eight year old prick the fuck do you you're about to learn life's harshest lesson
1: what's <laughs> the uh the, the the german word for like a, a a face that
2: looks like it is in need of a punch oh I don't know. Like that's that. me yeah. <laughs> that's me in the dictionary uh, so i'd be i would start to say, whose kid is this and someone would be like my kid i'm like keep them off my stuff and they no verbal reaction, but a physical reaction. Like you're a dick. I'm like I'm a dick. You're letting your kid touch sound equipment <laughs> yeah. with their dirty hands that they have never washed ever. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. All right, let's uh, do five by five at the movies. <laughs> that was that was a bad tangent. I apologize to everyone. Here's some movie oh. news. Um, we're, we're gonna not remember to put a timestamp in so you can sk- <laughs>
0: follow this later. Oh yeah, fuck
1: that.
2: <laughs> uh trailer for <laughs> May December is here it's a Netflix movie oh, it man. stars uh Natalie Portman and uh what's her face uh, Juliana Moore okay and it's based it's weird it's about a actress who starts shadowing this lady because they're doing a movie about her life. Okay. But uh, they're doing a movie about her life. She fucked one of her students when she was a school teacher. This is Ooh. a good segue into the kid thing. Um, <laughs> <All> like, <theme. laughs> s- seduced, like, a 13-year-old student. Um, but the student's like, she didn't seduce me. I was a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> I have a lot of unpopular, shitty opinions about this. I'm just going to keep to myself. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is when I was 13, I knew everything that I was doing and every consequence. I, I just ignored it. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, the movie's inspired by a real-life tabloid figure, Mary Kay Letourneau, and explores a rift in a marriage and a large age gap when an actress arrives to uh, research her for a movie. Uh, it's coming out December 1st. This trailer rocks. I'm like, this is the kind of drama I am all about.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is right up
2: your alley. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where were these teachers when I was in school? <laughs> yeah. well, keep, in keep keeping their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Chris Pratt's potential casting for the DC universe is becoming more likely thanks to comments made by James Gunn, who is the head of DC movies. Uh, Pratt. Uh, apparently, uh, he has just been liking certain characters when people are tagging him, and Chris mm. Pratt. And the ones that he has liked so far are Hal Jordan, Booster Gold. Batlash and Detective Chimp.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't mind a detective chimp.
2: Uh so I think he would be the boost uh perfect booster goal, but only mm-hmm. because it's pretty much Star lord Yeah. It's just a regular ass dude with some really futuristic tech, yeah. Who's not very bright. Like, yeah, it's a bunch
1: of bunch of people just tagging him in DC space heroes. Yeah. That are witty. Yeah, I would not like to see him as uh, just Hal Jordan. DC I would see like. Star Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Booster Gold makes sense. I think it'd be boring, but it makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin Scorsese reveals that Warner Brothers wanted to keep Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon's characters um, redacted for the departed. I'm going to redact <laughs> that word uh, for potential franchise opportunities. So if you've never seen the movie Departed, mm. uh, earmuffs real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Leo and Matt are both dead. And yeah. uh, it says that uh, he got really mad. He says. Quote, and the studio guys walked out after the screening. They were very, very sad because they they wa- they didn't want that movie. They wanted a franchise, which <laughs> means I can't work here anymore. And I'm like, okay, now Scorsese's winning me over a little bit. Yeah. And by winning me over, I mean, like, I watch a Scorsese movie probably once a week. <laughs> like, Gangs Gangsta New York and Departed are on repeat on my shit all the time. I love it. And by the way, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio plays, like, the same fucking character in both those movies yeah it's so bizarre that he plays the same character in the departed and gangs in new york they could be fucking relatives um (laughs) uh but he he is exemplifying the you make a good movie yeah but he doesn't even want a sequel he's like no i've told my full story yeah that's that's How you you do a good movie It'd be like if you took a (laughs) beloved perfect movie Like the Boondock Saints And then tried to make a sequel It wouldn't make any fucking sense Because the story is wrapped up and it's ended Yeah And it would be really shitty and forced If you tried to do another one Speaking of Taylor Swift the eras tour is set to have a worldwide release in over a hundred countries. It may become the highest grossing concert documentary ever. And I love that. It says maybe come because this will be the highest grossing concert documentary ever.
1: Yeah. The only thing that would have been close would have been Hamilton had that not come out in the middle of a worldwide shutdown.
2: I I agree. Close. (laughs) I agree. Maybe a contender, but no way beating Taylor Swift. No, uh, Side note, I'm going to go back to my karaoke <laughs> stories. Uh, the person I hired to talk to the kids uh, only has one artist that they hate with a fiery passion, and that's <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. No less than 50 Taylor Swift songs. Of course. Freaking not. why nonsense. they hate them. <laughs> all they ever listened to. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Taylor Swift has some really early Jesus-y songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> because there were some, some of these kids were chris tm with a capital c yep
1: love that i mean i think so was she at the time oh yeah (laughs) you know i mean for managerial purposes she was
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay have you ever heard of vidcon yes vidcon's in baltimore and guess what VidCon is where digital culture takes center stage. It's happening at the Baltimore Convention Center September 28th through October 1st. Enjoy live performances, giveaways, panels, Q&As, and a chance to see your favorite creators like The Odd Ones Out, Merrill Twins, Dr. Mike, Lauren Z. Slide, and more. Get your tickets before it's too late, which would be October 2nd, Mm -hmm. at vidcon.com slash Baltimore. And guess what? I've got three weekend passes Ooh, for snap. VidCon to give away. Hell yeah. And all you need to do is tell me you want one <laughs> because <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to do this giveaway and I'm like I would love to know if I have I have to time stamp this because I have to remember to go back and tell them that I actually did this. Um <laughs> I would love to know if we have any listeners in the Baltimore area or willing to drive to Baltimore for uh yeah. I didn't look up how much these passes are. It's a weekend pass to a festival, I I We're in
1: the Middle East Coast area.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see if I can pull up the website and see how much these fuckers are worth. <laughs> you schedule. <laughs> Buy tickets. Here we go. Anyway, well, weekend's I... got to be up there. Yeah. Let me check inside. Track just tell... Oh, okay. You... <laughs> okay, this is a $139 pass. Woo. And that's just the absolute... Smallest basic three-day pass. Word. The the single day ones are seventy-five. They're sold out. But if you want a whole weekend, one hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Now Dang. look, I'm not saying you could you could get this and then sell it. You could sell it <laughs> if you want it. Maybe you could. Maybe you could make a quick fifty bucks. I'm saying, uh, I don't care who gets these. <clears throat> <laughs> but I would love to know if we have anyone who listens in the Baltimore-ish area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I have three of those to give away. Uh, Now, look, this was just a forum email I got from our sponsors. Uh, But I I point out how fucking funny I thought this was. (laughs) And it was. They're like, it's always like, hey, please run your promotion between this date and this date. And if you can't run it after, like you can't run Top Gun Maverick promotion too early and give out digital copies too early. Um, That makes sense. If you can't run it between these dates, please wait till after. I'm like, oh, I could run this. If I don't get it between the 28th and the 1st, I can run this on the 2nd, <laughs> but then VinCob would have been over. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just do this whole promotion again, October 2nd. <laughs> um, remember when I said we didn't have any emails? Yeah. I'm a fucking liar. Hey. Okay. So we got um, our first criticism Ooh, email hey. ever. And it's a long one. Oh boy! And in the interest of transparency, and <laughs> in the interest of giving our fans full access to what we have, mm-hmm. and the interest of the fact that I didn't look up too many stories this week, <laughs> I'm going to read this letter in its entirety. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! All right, I'm strapping in.
2: Uh, it is titled "A Criticism and a Bonus Concern," and a bonus concern: disappointed fan colon please review Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. already.
1: <laughs>
2: dear I have a sneaking Keith, suspicion who wrote this, this is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> dear it's Walker. Remember Walker? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, dear Keith and Dan, I hope this email finds you well, though. I must admit that I'm writing to express my profound disappointment and frustration with the recent direction of your podcast. Five by five at the movies. I've been a loyal listener for quite some time, but the way you've blatantly ignored reviewing critically acclaimed movies like Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is both disheartening and frustrating. So pause the letter. I would say that a lot of the movies we review are critically acclaimed. They might yeah. be Marvel movies, but definitely critically acclaimed. Yeah. All right. It is utterly baffling how you can dismiss such a noteworthy film, especially when your fans have voiced their desire to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> Mrs. Harris goes to Paris has received widespread acclaim from the mm-hmm. critics and audience, from critics and audiences alike, earning <laughs> praise for its remarkable performances, captivating storytelling, and stunning visuals. Yet, I believe you- it
1: was it was uh, nominated for costumes. I think. Oh, that's good. Yeah,
2: that's that's a claim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yet, you both have chosen to ignore it, and for what—a seemingly petty and arbitrary <laughs> reason that I cannot fathom. <laughs> As a fan of your podcast, i exp- we're not even halfway done. As a fan of your podcast, I expect you to provide insightful and entertaining reviews of a diverse range of films, including those that are widely recognized for their quality. Neglecting such significant movie will not only disservice all your loyal listeners, but also undermines the credibility and appeal of your show. Your refusal to review Mrs. (laughs) Harris Goes to Paris I can't even say it Mrs. (laughs) Harris Goes to Paris Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris (laughs) Mrs. (laughs) Harris Goes to Paris reflects poorly on your professionalism as podcast (laughs) hosts just talking about karaoke for 12 straight minutes we're going to lose three listeners based on that alone Uh, it suggests a lack of commitment (laughs) to delivering content that your audience craves and demonstrates an unfortunate disregard for the cinematic art form I sincerely hope that you will reconsider your stance on this matter and prioritize the desires of your divine Voted fan base. In conclusion, your decision to avoid reviewing Mrs. Harris goes to Paris <laughs> is nothing short of unacceptable, and I urge you to rectify this oversight immediately. Your fans deserve better than this, and it's high time you demonstrate the integrity and dedication that initially drew us to your podcast. I eagerly wait your thoughtful reconsideration on this matter and hope to hear a review of mrs harris goes to paris in one of your upcoming episodes sincerely hippie Hippie hater hater. (laughs) sent from my ipad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i mean this this took him time like oh yeah this is a well-worded email this is like the kind of email you would get if you were rejected from a job interview after like round three. Um, oh, man. I hate the iPad keyboard. Um, I have I'm hoping to, he's, he did it
1: like audio dictation.
2: I don't think so because the grammar is perfect. I mean, I mm. audio dictate the grammar shit. Uh, I, I would hope I, he has a the audio dictate uh, just does what you talk into it. No, it it, <laughs> random, it, also, it <laughs> randomly places commas where commas are not needed. All right. And if you finish a thought, it will add a period, uh, even if you are continually talking, and sometimes forgets to remove them. All right. Uh, I think that's uh, what proofreading's for. I, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, this is such a perfectly crafted, wonderful email. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect email. Oh, There's God. never been a more perfect no email boy. ever seen. Um, I hope he just has a Bluetooth keyboard and just didn't type this out on the iPad. Oh yeah, that's a good call. That's yeah. what I would think, like a folio keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he must have sat there for 25 minutes typing this subtle yeah, bitch out. Yeah, they do
1: make them that they got the little uh, Android iOS
2: switch on there. Yeah. So it can, uh, yeah, work with both devices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what we're going to do mm-hmm. I had proposed, and I think I said this to you incorrectly, <laughs> that we were going to watch it together. Yeah. I guess I... I, I you left out me.
1: the, the, the keyword there. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Well, I said, I think we should watch it. I meant yes. we should watch it together.
1: So... Yeah, I think it was worded, uh, we should watch it this week.
2: Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you watched it. Yeah, I did. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Integrity. Uh, <laughs> so, for Hippie Hater, because mm-hmm. he is our loyal fan base, we are going to do two reviews of Mrs. Oh, Harris we're, we're going to do your we don't, fuck that we're going to do three. Oh snap no, okay. we're going to do two fuck that right. <laughs> I was going to get some third person to watch it just for fun not, we're not going to we're not going to subject anyone to Mrs. Harris goes to Paris uh, so we're going to do your review this week we're going to do mine next week and then we'll do combined thoughts next week as well okay, okay. so Sh- so
1: should I be non-spoilering since you've I seen don't give do a well, fuck yeah uh,
2: <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Like, I honestly don't care about Mrs. Harris because of Harris. However, <laughs> this was a lot of effort into an email. Indeed. And, uh, and I hope
1: Hippie Hater will enjoy the fact that I put some effort into watching it. Oh,
2: that's good. What What do you... Just define some effort. Uh, I got some uh, digestive
1: crackers.
2: Oh, uh, cookies. Digestives?
1: B- biscuits, I guess it would, yeah. uh, would be the proper term. Okay. Oh, so you themed I, I made, out. I made some Earl Grey. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, watched it on a day off. Okay. Lights off. Great. Living right. room, studio monitor, speakers. Sure. Proper. Right. Not distracted. Uh-huh. Had some notes next to me. Right. Um, and, uh,
2: yeah, had a, had a fun time watching a movie. Okay. fucking I? Uh, All right. So now, please, Dan, mm-hmm. co-host of Five by Five at the Movies, uh-huh. please review Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris.
1: It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is uh, <laughs> uh, That's it. That's it. <laughs> and, and next week, kids review. That uh, no, was pretty uh, uh, delightful, lighthearted. Um, uh-huh. I, I would almost put it in a fantasy drama category. Fantasy? Explain why fantasy. uh Fantastical things happen to a lady um, that I've seen a lot of movies that, like that. <laughs> to be honest, a couple uh, each that night. There, there are like too many. Oh, that doesn't happen in real life, kind of okay. things. Okay. Over the course of uh the story, that you're like, oh, okay, this is like where we've left reality. We're just having a fun, a fun no. time following this lady's story.
2: Nobody goes to Paris. <laughs>
1: Uh, the costuming is fantastic. I don't okay. know if they actually got um, Christian Dior as a company. I don't even know if that company still exists. Okay. <laughs> um, or that uh, designer's company. Uh, presumably they were around and the, the movie takes place in, uh, I looked up, uh, 1957.
2: Okay, post-World War II, that's good. Yep,
1: post-World War II, um, which is part of the story. Oh, nice. Um, it's uh, Mrs. Harris has, uh, has basically, as we meet her in the beginning, has not moved on from her husband not coming home from the war. Oh, got it. And she's got, like, a box that's wrapped, you know, in, uh-huh. like, brown paper with very official writing on it oh. that she's, like, seems like it's been a while and she hasn't opened it and, like, hasn't is been it able Is it the flag or
2: is it his effects?
1: Uh, It is his effects. Got it. Which is just his ring. Oh. Yeah. Very small box. All right. Um, she's a, um, a, I wanted to say homemaker, but a nicer word for a cleaning lady. <laughs> I guess. Person you, you know, hired to come take care of your house. Yeah. Um, and like works for some shitty people. Great. Um, but one of these people got a Christian Dior dress. Oh, okay. And she, like, just falls in love with it. And it is gorgeous. Like, this is a dress that is meant to go, you know, meant to be worn by somebody at, like, the Met Gala or something. Like a a true piece of, like, high fashion. Got it. Um, And she decides that for me, because I don't really have anything in my life, I want a dress by the guy who made that dress. And then that Got kind it. of sets her off on the path.
2: All right. Uh, Dior, the, uh, yeah. the fashion company, was founded 16th of December, 1946. Okay. Also post-World War Two. Yeah. Uh, is still active today. Where? Headquartered in Paris, France. There you go. Uh, been around for 76 years. Cool. So All they right. probably shut the actual outside of that building
1: and maybe had to like... You know, once upon a time in Hollywood, kind of like, sure, de age the surroundings, uh, I like that. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but it was very much a period piece. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty delightful. Some nice. fun Some fun friends, meeting some new people, having some maybe a romance, maybe not a romance, but you know, okay. kind of interesting stuff happening.
2: Now, rate it, uh, from zero to five f- cucumber finger sandwiches.
1: Oh. As, as far as a type of movie, I would not normally go to oh, watch. This does
2: not sound like your type of thing. However, it does sound like something I would watch. Yeah. Which is funny.
1: Yeah. If, you, if you're more into the sort of Downton Abbey side of the BBC. And I am. Rather than the Doctor Who side of the BBC. That is. <laughs> truer words were never spoken. Uh, I'd probably say a good, like, maybe four out of five
2: Four out of five it's, it's cucumber pretty, finger it's sandwiches. Pretty delightful.
1: Nice. Well well shot, well acted. You care about the characters. Okay,
2: well fucking I. Yeah. Characters care about each other. Make you tear up at a certain right. point. I like oh, I like yeah. that. All right. So that Dan, that was your review of Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Yeah. We're not uh, done with it yet. Huh. Thank
1: you, hippieator for the recommendation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you get one every three years. <laughs>
1: What, what 250 episodes
2: 245 <laughs> uh would it be funny if after this he just picks a new movie to bully us into <laughs> okay so that was dan's review i am making the pledge mm-hmm. i will watch it by the next episode I, huh. I literally almost
1: asked you uh when i was texting you earlier today if you'd actually watched it I or forgot. not <laughs> i had
2: in my defense uh i was dealing with lots of children this week you don't want me in a bad mood to review the movie <laughs> But here's, here's my thing. I'm going to watch it by the next episode, or we just won't record until I watch it. Right. And I will watch it with cucumber finger sandwiches yeah, yeah, yeah. and possibly scones. I will go full immersive. I will even put on a suit and wear a top hat. Yeah. And I will take a picture of this and put it on our Facebook for hippie <laughs> hater so he knows. Uh, let's talk about some other people's reviews. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> what is the average percent that this gets out of 175 critic reviews? I was going to say critic score, critic score, Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Ooh, I think critic score. Uh, it's period piece, good costuming, good acting. Mm-hmm. Um, some recognizable faces. I would go uh, between 89
2: and 93%. Oh, sure if this was prices right you would win. Fuck. 94 percent mm. that was really good that was yeah. a great pick mm. thank you fuck you um i was gonna
1: go high 80s and i was like nah critics i feel like really like this it was nominated
2: for costumes <laughs> okay okay um average uh, uh now okay now out of 10 the not critic review so the audience audience out of 10 with oh, a decimal point
1: uh, at a 10 with a decimal point, I'm yeah. going to go, oh, I feel like the people who wouldn't like it probably didn't watch it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Hallelujah. I'm going to go
2: 83%. This is uh, out of ten with a decimal point. Eight
1: point three percent. Eight point uh, three out of ten. Seven point four out of ten. Ah, damn it! I was gonna say seven point or seventy-five percent. Uh,
2: that would have been great. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Cinema Score mm. gave it an average grade, and this is an, a similarly this is
1: yeah out of ten. Uh, but, but
2: this is an, a sk- grade of between F. and... To A+. Plus. Oh, okay. Uh, what did they give this uh, movie? B+. Plus? Uh, very close. A-? minus. Very close. A. Correct. They A. gave it an A. <laughs> and now... I don't know how high they, they weight, like, critics versus audience. I'm not... That's what CinemaScore gave it. All right. And now we're going to talk about the plethora of awards... Yeah, there we go. ...that Mrs. Harris uh, Goes to Paris has won. It has won one award. Okay. Uh. <laughs> and what do you think it won the award for? Costumes. <laughs> they went for costumes. It's a movie about a dress. <laughs> and it was the... <laughs> well, several dresses. British... In- 27 dresses? Uh, <laughs> yeah, British- not, not
1: quite that many, actually. British
2: Independent <laughs> Film Awards. And now, it was nominated or the runner-up for Best Costumes at the St. Louis Gateway Film Critics Association. Okay. The San, uh, San Diego Wales Vagina Film Critics Society. <laughs> I've just seen you so bad... Ah, (laughs) That's good radio. I woke up the dog. Um, Best actress for the Golden Globe Awards. Yeah. For Leslie Manville nominated. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. uh,
1: Subtle, subtle acting. Oh, I like that.
2: Done very well. I'm known for my subtlety. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, That was a very Keanu Reeves answer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. British Academy Film Awards nominated Best Costume Design, Uh, Costume Designer Guild Awards, Excellence Mm -hmm. in a Period Film, and of course, Academy Awards Best Costume Design. Yep. How about that? Yeah, I I remember that because Hippie Haters
1: has been wanting us to watch this movie since we did the (laughs) the Academy Award (laughs) episode.
2: (laughs) So That's... uh, (laughs) That's only March. So March, April, May, June, July, August. Yes, it, That's it, only it, seven it had, months. It
1: had been a while already. <laughs> That's only I, seven I, months. I happened to notice that it was on the list. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> so somewhere between a year and seven months and seven months ago. <laughs>
2: Great. Well, anyway, uh, next week we'll have even more Mrs. Harris. And then I will read all of the IMDb trivias as if we're Mr. Sunday movies. <laughs> we'll do Harris Trivia want do uh,
1: uh we, we could do uh, second opinions like uh, how did this get made oh <laughs> go to the Amazon reviews oh I like that <laughs> look up some uh, some one stars and some five stars okay we're definitely doing that <laughs>
2: but strap in the next few episodes are gonna be very based on mrs. Harris goes to Paris and you, you know
1: w- you want us to do something. Right, we'll right, do it right, after, after a couple of years. A long, <laughs> after a couple of years and a, and a well-written long letter. letter yeah.
2: <laughs> so if you have a movie you'd like us to review, all you have to do is start now and then... Buckle up. Send a, f- a several-page <laughs> letter to us. We'll get there. We're what's wrong with this world. We're what's wrong with this generation. All right. Uh, moving uh, on to other news. <laughs> uh, our favorite film of the year, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. Uh, is getting a streaming release on October first. Oh, couple nice. days the first one? Yes, the first. The, not the one that's not made yet. Yep. Yeah, correct. Streaming release October first on Peacock. I think
1: the second one is in production,
2: so it's probably not streaming October first. Probably
1: not too many SAG actors in that <laughs> one. <laughs> <I> was, SAGgy, <laughs> SAGgy, but that's or, sag. or maybe they they could have gotten one of the like truly independent, you know, waivers right <laughs> like no major studios touching this fucking thing. drew barrymore <laughs> drew barrymore and, and bill maher oh, man i could have just waited another fucking like week and a half fucking idiots <laughs> uh just don't be scabs d- mm.
2: despite being a critical failure the movie had high box office returns and gained a cult following Well, yeah, they spent two nickels making it
1: and it got all of the news. I love it. (laughs) The
2: divisive and unique nature of the movie may attract viewers to stream it, making it a potential hit on Peacock. Mm Oh, duh. Oh, yeah. And speaking of streamers, Prime Video will soon feature ads. (laughs) But Bloody ad-free God. movies and shows will still be available for an extra fee. Mm-hmm. Expect changes to start in 2024. Popular series like The Boys, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, uh, can currently be accessed ad-free. But they will introduce ads to movies and shows uh, for base subscribers. Uh, and ad-free content will be accessible for an additional 2.99 a month. Word. Hey, I already I'm pay a, enough for that.
1: I mean, I'm honestly surprised it's taken them this long. Because... Hmm uh the amazon prime price uh-huh didn't really go up because they launched a video service sure so basically you were already just paying the same price you did just for the you know quick shipping and whatever on Still there pissed off yeah and uh you basically just got the video service for free so when they when they're starting to spend fucking a billion dollars making a lord of the rings series i was just like oh man where are they getting that money from i wish they had just not
2: made that series <laughs> and i fucking love yeah. lord of the rings but yep so three stinker. bucks a
1: month not terrible for essentially the entire cost of the service
2: uh yeah
1: if you're already you know going to be a, a regular prime
2: I know this is rare, but allow me to go off on a tangent. Mm. I saw you post on social media recently, and I know <laughs> yeah. that you're not on X, formerly Twitter. Nope. Where I have been <laughs> ranting consistently <laughs> about Hulu. Yeah. Because <laughs> Hulu is the glitchiest, shittiest. Oh, my shittiest God, streamer. dude. And I, so I have been tweeting like, fuck you, Hulu. <laughs> I'm There's plenty of streamers. I'm canceling you. I'm starting to tag their advertisers and be like, I am not going to... Buy your product or work with your company because I've had to watch your ad seven hundred fucking times yep. as one episode of King of the Hill is loading. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Hulu. Yep, I hate it.
1: Yep, and I don't know why. I, I don't know who's who's D got s, but uh, after, <laughs> what <laughs> whose dick got shitted? What? Uh, for King of the Hill, because it's after everything I watch, if it's the last episode, the next thing up is King of the Hill. Oh, whose <laughs> dick got sucked. Got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so, the, to me, it's like, so, <laughs> you have to watch an ad before it starts. I and mean, we used to have ad-free, and we never had the problem, so that's the fucking problem right well, there. Well,
1: here was the thing. Huh? When I posted, uh-huh. I'm using, quote-unquote, my uh, <laughs> um, huh. ad-free one. Oh, really? And it was bringing up ads. And I was like, oh, oh may- maybe the owner of the account, who is totally myself, uh, decided to stop paying for ad free. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to them myself later about it. Uh, and then there was a coming back from the third commercial 10 seconds after coming back a six minute countdown of the ads. coming up next. Oh, that blocks the whole screen oh, like the weird. credits had just come yeah. up, and you can't get out of it right you can hit up and make like the next shows go away but it still grays out the screen Ugh. with the countdown timer i'm like i'm trying to watch the new futurama that you made right it's your service it's, it's your a product. hulu original
2: that you are covering me from watching <laughs> i'm dealing with so I'll watch an ad at the beginning of the show, and sometimes yeah. it will play for a few seconds and then play another ad, like five <laughs> seconds in. And I'm like, I just sat through two and a half minutes of ads, I got five yeah. seconds of show, and it's just glitchy. And then sometimes just randomly on Safari, <laughs> doesn't do it on the TV, but on Safari, which is I mm-hmm. much the most, the page will just reload itself. Oh, that's fun! And so I have to sit through another two and a half minutes of ads, <laughs> oh, and about yeah. anywhere near yeah. my fucking twenty minutes of ads I already yeah, have to watch to watch a twenty-two register minute show that you're already past that. Yeah, that and ad I have break. To do it again. Yeah, and now recently it has started skipping to the next episode with five or six minutes left in the episode that I'm on. Yep, and I'm like, God, fucked. Like, I like the content on Hulu, but I'm like, I can't watch it. Now I'm just going to go watch shit I've already seen. I'm going to go watch more Scorsese movies I've seen a hundred times. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings and Rome and yeah, I Tudors. Literally, I,
1: like, opened up my Netflix app for the first time in a long time, I never use Netflix too. anymore.
2: <laughs> I was like, is
1: there even anything on here I want to watch? No.
2: <laughs> They've got to be dying. There's nothing good on there. No. <sighs> mm. It, it, it used to be the place to go watch all of first, the licensed stuff. That was the first spot. Yeah. Oh, well. Remember, Moving on. Yep. Uh remember getting it to watch. <laughs> 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 I
1: remember getting it to watch Doctor Who and Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And now it, it owns okay. neither of them. <laughs>
2: Agree. <laughs> uh oh, it's time for Gen News. You know it now.
0: <laughs> I timed that really well, <laughs> <It>
2: Really did. <laughs> it's because I've been writing sound a couple times a week. I'm getting yeah. there.
1: Nimble fingers—that's <laughs> what they call me. Keep nimble fingers, ruckus. <laughs> oh, there's old
2: NF over there. <laughs> old nimble fingers. Hey, old NFR. <laughs> nimble fingers, ruckus. Here he comes. Gotta um, pick your pockets. Oh, we've
1: got maybe. One of our last strike updates. The WGA and the AMPTP Uh have reached a tentative agreement to end the writer's strike. Hallelujah. Uh, A couple of days ago, WGA put out a uh, message to their members, uh, quote, we have reached a tentative agreement on a new uh, 2023 (laughs) MBA." Uh, Which is to say, an agreement in principle on all deal points subject to drafting final uh, contract language. Yay! Hallelujah! So they still have to write up the uh, actual specific final language uh, and have their membership vote on it. Okay. Uh, The vote is set to go uh, for ratification between the October 2nd through the 9th. So they'll have a week to uh, log in or do mail or whatever... You know, whatever way they're doing the voting um, for their membership to vote to ratify it, oh. um, and the the heads of the WGA East and West are both super confident that everybody's going to vote for it yeah. because they stuck it out and got a really good deal. Uh, so the strike uh, officially ended uh, Wednesday <laughs> at 12, 12.01 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. I so, thought
2: that. Uh <clears throat> that because was this morning, <laughs> because Fantastic Fest is happening, and mm. they are the absolute worst keepers of secrets for their secret <laughs> screenings, and everyone knew this morning that Saw X was going to be their last secret screening. Mm. They were going to fly someone out real quick, but I guess they didn't.
1: Word, well, I guess it was the writers. So the actors probably, the uh, actors definitely can't still oh do i
2: don't know why i thought this was both strikes no just the writer strikes over. so
1: it's probably going to help the sag strike and got soon. it uh, apparently i the, thought it was both the directors writers and actors guilds mm-hmm. have some kind of clause that they build into each of their contracts uh-huh that they get the best deal of the three deals so whatever oh. whatever like applies To the people in the jobs That is like the same kind of pay structure Um,
2: I don't understand They all get the best deal Yeah Oh that's weird
1: It's weird Like if there's overlap between positions In the different guilds Whoever's negotiated the best deal Is the one that they get paid for Okay Um, So hopefully there's a lot of overlap Between the writers and the actors Hopefully That there's less stuff for the actors to have to sit down and negotiate based on.
2: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's the hope. Um, this is here. The, uh, uh, what was it? During the, the last day of negotiating. Um, oh yeah. The, uh, the studios wanted to know how soon the writers would get back to work, <laughs> which is probably a, a good thing to ask. Fuck uh, you. Yeah! Yeah, as as (laughs) death. Fuck you You. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck You. 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 Fuck you. you. Uh, As Deadline reports, uh, quote, the Guild, from what we understand, made it clear that they would not be going back to work until SAG Astra uh, had also had new agreement with the AMPTP, uh, reflective of the WGA's feeling of solidarity between the two unions that has characterized their first mutual strike since 1960. Oh, get rex. (laughs) Uh, So... quick breakdown of what they actually won
2: where we go one we go all <laughs> um
1: cut off one head two will take its place yeah uh, <laughs> all of these uh things get like progressively more complicated the deeper you go into like <laughs> boy bu- if i had a nickel of, <laughs> uh between like big budget small budget all of that kind of stuff sure but th- this is sort of the generalities of what they want uh, so they got raises uh, That's each year good. for the writers, uh, 5% the first year, 4% the second year, and 35 the year after that, and it's okay. compounding, sure. So, right. um, which is the same thing that the uh, DGA got, the Directors right. Guild. Uh, they, uh, they won minimum staffing. So for big budget series and films, uh, mm-hmm. they need at least three writer-producers, including the showrunner in development rooms which they call pre green light rooms okay uh and those three people are to be guaranteed 10 consecutive weeks of employment nice so if you're if you're doing a thing and you're hiring people there need to be at least three writers Uh uh-huh and they need to be able to fucking pay their bills for two and a half months (laughs) you know like it's it's a job got it stop you know you can't hire somebody for three days take all their ideas and then dump them exactly uh, if the show is greenlit and there was a development and uh, there was a development writers room uh, <laughs> the three writers who did the development writers room um, uh, uh, the 10 weeks of development must uh, who did the 10 weeks of development those people must be hired into the post greenlit pre- oh, pre-production oh, that's writers fair. room yeah. Um. And the, uh, at least three writers, including the show writing for, uh, for actual pre-production are guaranteed 20 weeks of work or the total length of production. So if it's, if it's a short production, you don't have to do 20 weeks, but it like, you have to go through until the things done. Makes sense. Um, so whichever one is shorter, uh, the first 10 weeks of pre-development can count towards the time of the 20 weeks, but not the pay. So they still get paid for the 20 weeks or the end of the year or the end of production, but they don't have to necessarily work the 20 weeks if they had already did you know, 10 and 10, Um, but they still have to get paid like they did, which is fucking dope. That is dope. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It gets more complicated after a first season of a show, uh, but that's the starting point. Um, They have, like, formulas for how big the show is, how many episodes were ordered, blah, blah, blah. Uh, For residuals, they won streaming residuals.
2: (laughs) Fuck, yeah. I didn't Um, think they'd ever get that.
1: Yeah, as well as bonus residuals based on streaming viewership for high-budget subscription on-demand series and films that are viewed by 20% or more of the service's domestic subscribers.
2: Is that retroactive or is that starting? No. So that
1: is starting on uh, December 1st. Okay. So for shows that are starting on December 1st or after.
2: (laughs) I imagine this is going to lead to a lot of shows being dumped or... um, Or getting started real fucking quick. (laughs) Or like, imagine just being like, nope, pull Game of Thrones off of Max. We're not even going to show it anymore.
1: Oh yeah, if it was retroactive, like oh we gotta pay or even all these now. fuckers even more. Yeah, um, and that's for all of the stuff that was made for the services. Um, so the uh, the example they gave was like a Netflix original series. Got it. So Futurama <laughs> for Hulu, Futurama. <laughs> piece of shit Hulu. Um, Get fucked. And the last big sticking thing that they won uh, was protection against AI. Uh, so AI cannot write or rewrite literary material. Uh, An AI-generated material cannot be considered source material. Okay. Um, so uh, this is quote: uh, A writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services, if the company consents and provided that the writer follows uh, applicable company policies but the company can't require the writer to use AI software got it. when performing writing services. Um, studios are also not allowed to use the writer's material to train AI.
2: That's a big one.
1: Yep. Um, so that's, that's the overall of what the, what they want on the big, like, fucking points. A dude. Yeah. That's major. Which basically means they like got everything that they were they sure. The fuck hoping did. For. Um, Stuff that's going to come back first Uh, Probably late night shows And SNL Sure. um, Because those the the hosts and performers Are under the different contract Mm -hmm. They're under the um, uh, I forget what the fuck it's called Um, The like broadcasting agreement For the same thing with like um, uh, Soap operas uh, News personnel That kind of stuff um, Under a different contract that I think Expires next year than the SAG Astra uh, Stuff Uh huh So those guys will probably be coming back soon, like we talked about with fucking Drew Barrymore and Real Time with Bill Maher. Like, had they waited another fucking two weeks, they could have just gone back to work with no problem. And now everyone
2: fucking hates you, you dumb fucks.
1: Uh, Writers' rooms for shows could start back up, presumably, since they uh, now have to pay writers more and guarantee minimum hours for shows that start pre-production on uh, December 1st or after. Uh, I imagine a lot of shows will get started in the next two months to avoid that. Oh, start maybe I'll date. get hired for one.
2: <laughs> you know. Put me in the room.
1: Um, most of them just, yeah, can't shoot anything cause the actors can't work, uh, for shows and movies that already started production, but had to stop. This could be a great time to do early edits and start writing. What would have been reshoots saving production time down the line. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yep. Depending on how much was actually already filmed or not. Sure. Um, yeah, so uh, my guess is that uh, TP uh, PTP, <laughs> terrible acronym, AMTP, will want to end the SAG strike as soon as they can so that A, uh, productions get started again, but B, so that uh, talent can get out there and promote stuff. That's already done and coming out anyway. Got it. Like the Marvel's still coming out. Aquaman two still coming out. Hunger Games prequel still coming out. Those things need to make a billion dollars. Sure. And they have, what do we figured out a couple of weeks ago that statistically they make like 20% less money because actors aren't out there promoting it.
2: Which boggles my fucking mind. Yeah.
1: Which is like, in a billion dollar movie that's 200 million dollars you're losing out. at no
2: point have i ever seen an actor promote something and be like oh now i'm definitely going yeah but i'm a nerd so yeah exactly i'm not the, i'm <laughs> not the target for those kind of hot ones interviews
1: yep uh so that's the strike update
2: yay <laughs> it's over <laughs> now we're only down to one
1: <laughs> excellent yeah, what yeah. else you got? Uh, and then the other section I have is uh, Headlines That Exemplify the Problem.
2: It's time for Dan's Headlines that Exemplify the Problem. <laughs>
1: Nailed it. Every time. <laughs> um, major studios join other companies to launch new streaming advocacy trade group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you!
1: Fuck is- you! Literally announced between when they announced ending the writer strike and before the writers could go back to work. Fuck you! (laughs) Um, So uh, this group was formed amid some concern among members of Congress over streaming and whether regulations should be applied to services as they are for linear TV. Whoops. Oops, they're going to treat us like actual TV. Uh, a House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee recently held a hearing on streaming with concerns over issues like data collection and privacy. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, the Streaming Innovation Alliance, or SIA, includes a membership roster of Netflix, Max, Paramount+, Plus, <laughs> Disney, and Peacock, as well as Avroland.tv, uh, For Us, By Us Network. FUBU's getting in on this sure, shit. Sure, of course. Uh, Televisia Univision uh, Vault Access And VIX All right. Notable absences from the list You might All think right. Apple TV Plus and Amazon Prime Video hmm. uh, So basically they're just gonna Spend a gajillion dollars lobbying Congress And various yeah. government agencies Like uh, the FCC uh, Make sure that the government doesn't stop them From unfairly collecting and selling our information it And data be. <laughs> That they're already clearly doing
2: they could have done streaming innovative uh, industry, and it could have been S I I N. It could have been Sid. Um,
1: my my favorite part of all of this, uh-huh. and which was the second part of headlines that exemplify the problem. Uh, I think I figured out why Amazon's not on that list. Oh, tell me the very next headline <laughs> in my scrolling. Amazon sued by FTC's 17 states over alleged retail monopoly. Whoops. <laughs> I don't think Whoops. they want to be fucking around with government agencies right now. That makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's rough.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, fuck Amazon, but at the same time, I'm getting my shit so cheap and free delivery. Yep. So I get it. any more dan news that's dan news why the fuck do we need this in the world now dan Uh knowing what i've told you about how i spent my saturday and tuesday nights (laughs) i'm going to describe a remake coming out and you have to tell me whether or not i am for or against it okay a new lord of the flies remake will be scarier than any adaptation that has come before it and leans into the psychological horror, according <laughs> to the movie's screenwriter. Previous adaptations of Lord of the Flies didn't fully explore the brutal and gory moments in the original books, which uh, now the remake aims to do. Uh, so with a remake of Lord of the Flies, if you're not familiar, this is a book, uh, and an old movie, where children are marooned from a prep school on an island mm-hmm. and <laughs> just... Kill the living fuck out of each other. <laughs> Boy,
1: how does it just go to chaos real quick? Yeah. Uh, it's
2: it's. I think it's abandoned a lot of places because it's really good social commentary about like when you don't have yeah. order and you don't have you know your your mm-hmm. three, three hots in a cot. What'll happen to yep. you? Yep, take uh, away their
1: creature comforts. I as not, Quark says. I don't like that. Right? That's mm-hmm. Quark says. That's mm-hmm.
2: right. Uh, they'll eat each other. These these <laughs> civilized people they'll eat each other uh uh i don't like that there's a character named piggy because that didn't make my high school days any easier Yep. uh that wore glasses yep piggy Um, and porkins that's right didn't didn't help the cause i love porkins though (laughs) didn't help the cause (laughs) for the cause i like i like that so much didn't help the cause uh that's pretty funny. Uh, so, Dad, knowing what I did this week, do you think I am for a remake that's gorier and more hardcore or not for?
1: I mean, this could go either way. I understand why you're asking the question. Because do you want to have anything to do with children ever again? Probably not. Hmm. However, hmm. would you like to see them murdering each other <laughs> in progressively more terrible and violent ways? Like is a strong word. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Stronger, yeah. That's strong enough.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna. Th- oh man, this really could could be a flip of a coin. <laughs> Not I for think. Me. <laughs> I, I think you, you kind of Want nothing to do with this I want to see this so uh, bad I want to <laughs> see
2: a Lord of the Rings Where these kids just say fuck it We're not asking for a single karaoke song We're trying to live And we'll kill anybody in our way to do it I have the conch Motherfuckers <laughs> I have the conch oh, The conch man. is a podcast <laughs> It's time to lighten the mood before we get <laughs> I am the goddamn. motherfuckers. Um So uh I'm not sure how up on the in sync news you are. Oh boy. But NSYNC, uh, I
1: did see mm-hmm. there must be doing publicity for something because they, sure are. they were on uh First We Feast, they were on the Hot Ones. Yeah. Uh that I saw I didn't actually I didn't watch it, but I saw the thumbnail that it was on. I was like, oh, and man, that's, that's part of the
2: story. Oh, okay. So Sync is doing a revival tour. There
1: we go. And
2: I I have for the longest time been like, why are people spending hundreds of dollars on Taylor Swift? Why are people spending hundreds of dollars on Beyonce? <laughs> now I'm like, I would spend hundreds of dollars to watch these five middle-aged men dance in ridiculous outfits mm-hmm. to buy, buy, buy. Uh, so they were on Hot Ones, and they revealed that they did originally have cameo roles As Jedi Knights in Attack of the Clones, (laughs) but their scenes were ultimately cut from the film's final release. The footage of NSYNC's Jedi roles may still exist Uh, in the Lucasfilm archives. I was
1: going to say, did they fucking show it? Because I will watch that show right now. (laughs) Leaving open the possibility
2: of it being shown at a future Star Wars event or anniversary. Oh my god. The instinct scenes likely took place in the Battle of Geonosis, where they would have joined the other Jedi in rescuing main characters from Count Dooku. Holy shit. I (laughs) I've just never wanted anything more in my life. That's not true. I've wanted to not be running karaoke for children. (laughs) Uh,
1: The cat's butthole cut. Right. Okay, well, <laughs> that's funny. I want the attack of the clones. This is, my, this is my Snyder cut.
2: I want to <laughs> see NSYNC as Jedi just getting fucking slaughtered by battle <laughs> droids. Just laid the fuck out. Uh, we're the protectors of peace for a thousand years. There hasn't been a single bad guy. And then all of a sudden, a couple dumb robots with lasers took you out because of your stupid complacency. <laughs>
1: Imagine if everybody's like... Putting together all of the, uh, the the mega cuts of like Order sixty six just uh-huh. always had to have in sync in it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
2: bye bye bye. <laughs> Show me the meaning of being lonely. <laughs> right. Will scream screaming the back guy. Of- anyway, uh, I love this, and I hope we get to see it one day.
1: Ugh, release it, you cowards!
2: <laughs> <laughs> For the cause. Fuck you fucking cowards. Show us these five beautiful Jedi.
1: You got your uh, D23 fucking right. special for next That's year. funny.
2: They're animals. And I killed them like animals. And not just the men, but the pop performers. And the fat one. The
1: boy pants and the girl pants.
2: I slaughtered them like animals. That's the same movie, mind you. Yep. That is the same movie. That could be in that movie. I love it. I don't like sand. I don't like sand. I do like in sync. It's like it has such shades of a Christmas special in it, you know.
1: All right, thanks so just much. Working on a droid. I'm just trying to get these parts. These parts in sync. <laughs> <laughs> just looks at the camera. <laughs>
2: Which way should we take? Let's take this back street. Boys, over here. (laughs) God, it's so hot on this planet. It's always 98
0: degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.
2: Which way you had? Where do you got to go? Oh, town. We got to go to town. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Thank you. I thank you. All right. (laughs) Enough of that. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode, especially Hippie (laughs) Hater. Yeah, Even the dog didn't like the this. the dog's done with this The dog run. said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dan, for being here. Please, please shoot us any concerns, criticisms, movies you'd like us to review <laughs> at 5x5film five five at gmail.com. Find us on Patreon, uh, 5x5 of the Movies. Find us on Facebook with all the Red Hot Memes, 5x5 of the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin. Hey. There it is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I said, thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. (laughs) Damn, now they get it too. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the Movies. Roll Roll credits. credits.
0: song